Today, I'd like to share an excerpt from Seth Chucklin's 2003 chapter or article titled The Zone of Proximal Development in Vygotsky's Analysis of Learning and Instruction. And this is a section of that paper titled Vygotsky's Theory of Child Development. Vygotsky formulated several requirements or criteria that should be satisfied by a model of child development. First, the model must be explanatory rather than descriptive. More specifically, the model should be organized by substantial principles that can explain development quote, as a single process of development. Vygotsky, 1934, page 189. Second, the model should consider the whole child as an integral person. Third, childhood should be divided into periods where each period is characterized in a principled and unified way. That is, same abstract explanatory principles should be used to characterize each period, hence the unity, but the concrete manifestation of the abstract relations must be discovered and characterized for the particular content of each age period. To meet these requirements, Vygotsky proposed that each period of childhood should be characterized abstractly by a psychological structure, a set of integral relations among psychological functions, example, perception, voluntary memory, speech, thinking. This structure should reflect the whole child, i.e., as a person engaged in structured social relations with others, not only as a description of the qualities of the child, but also as a description of the child's relationship to her environment. From a psychological point of view, this whole is described as an integrated structure of relationships among developed and developing higher psychological functions acquired through material interaction. This psychological description of a child focuses on interrelationships between functions rather than considering individual psychological functions in isolation. For example, two-year-old children tend to be more directed by reactions to what they can immediately perceive than by their willful formation of an imagined possibility, i.e. a thought. In this case, the functions of perception, thought, and will stand in particular relation to each other, such that perception is dominating in relation to will and thought. Gotsky, 1934, page 104. The psychological structure refers to the structural relationships among a set of psychological functions. The focus on the whole precludes a methodological approach that considers specific functions without considering their relation to the whole. In this way, Vygotsky can realize his goal of understanding development as a process that is characterized by a unity of material and mental aspects unity of the social and the personal during the child's ascent up the stages of development, page 190. These two unities, material, mental, and social, personal, are alternative ways of expressing the same idea, and they are both unities because the child's psychological structure, i.e. the mental, the personal, is always reflecting a relationship to the social and material Vygotsky proposed to describe the development of children from infancy to adolescence 
as a series of relatively long stable periods, one to four years, punctuated by shorter periods of crisis. See Mann in this volume for a comprehensive account of Vygotsky's model of age periods. Also Davidoff, 1988, age 63 to 87. To explain the causal dynamic of this development, one has to give an account for how and why there is a qualitative change in the psychological structure that is characteristic for each period. Starting point for Vygotsky's explanation is the child-specific but comprehensive relationship to its environment, designated as the social situation of development. The social situation of development represents the initial moment for all dynamic changes that occur in development during the given period. Therefore, to study the dynamics of any age, one must first explain the social situation of development. Vygotsky, 1934, page 198. Each period has a characteristic central new formation in relation to which psychological functions develop. Vygotsky, 1934, page 197. This new formation is organized in the social situation of development by a basic contradiction between the child's current capabilities as manifested in the actually developed psychological functions, child's needs and desires, and the demands and possibilities of the environment. In trying to overcome this contradiction so that it can realize its activity, the child engages in different concrete tasks and specific interactions, which can result in the formation of new functions or enrichment of existing functions. The central new formation produced for a given age period is a consequence of that child's interactions in the social situation of development with relevant psychological functions that are not yet mature. For a concrete analysis of the infant age period, reference Vygotsky 1934, especially pages 215 to 216, for a useful elaboration and related elaboration of Vygotsky's conception of development, reference Schnuli, 1994, page 282 to 284. Many, even most, of the child-specific actions in daily life do not need to be oriented to confronting this contradiction, sometimes called the predominant activity. However, the functions needed for a transition to a new age period, that is, a structural change in the organization of functions, are formed and elaborated in relation to the central new formation in those situations in which the child engages specifically in actions relevant to this contradiction. Each period has a leading activity that is the main source of development within a period. Vygotsky, 1967, page 1516. The notion of leading activity is a way to identify the particular relations in the social situation of development that are likely to contribute to the development of the functions that lead the structural reorganization of a child's psychological function. This general idea has been subsequently connected to the theory of activity and developed in more detail. Example, Alcona in 1999. The activity itself is not developing the child. Rather, in order to realize the leading activity, the child engages in actions that serve to develop the functions needed for that activity. The new formation is a product, not a prerequisite of an age period. Vygotsky, 1934, page 198.
It is important to recognize that these age periods are understood as historically and materi materially constructed. Historically, because the functions are constructed through the history of human practices. Materially, because the functions are developed as a consequence of tasks and interactions with others. The social situation of development provides a way to characterize the interaction between historically constructed forms of practice with the child's own interests and actions, enabled by the current period, the current age period of the child. Rather than being a passive recipient of an objective environment, the child is selective about what is perceived and interesting. This relation changes with each specific age period, reflecting the structure of the psychological functions for that age. See Lampert, Sheppel, 1995, page 429 to 31 for a related view. Changes in historical relations would incline a researcher to predict changes in psychological functions. See Podrova and Leong, this volume, for a discussion of this question in relation to early childhood. It is important to recognize that these periods are not reflecting a biological necessity because of genetic or other organic sources. Even though the development of higher psychological functions, example, perception, voluntary memory, speech, and thinking, are dependent on these natural conditions. When Vygotsky writes about age, then, it is understood as reflecting a psychological category and not only a temporal characteristic. Thus, in this statement, the actual level of development is determined by that age, that stage or phase within a given age that the child is experiencing at the time, Vygotsky, 1934, page 199. One can understand within a given age to refer to the period of development. Similarly, none of the psychological functions are pure in the sense of a biologically given module or faculty. Rather, they were formed both historically in the phylogenetic development of human societies and individually in the ontogenetic development of persons within these societies.